Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Amazing. Hi, Tasha. Thank you for coming onto the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to do this conversation. I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, You have transformed so much since we first worked together. And I feel like podcasts like this are now just going to be like your baseline normal, talking about your success and who you are. (laughs) So I'm super excited to like get into that. I know, me too. Like I said to you, I'm at point B, so I'm ready to be this new person. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So do you want to, for everyone who doesn't know you and isn't familiar with your work, do you want to just introduce who you are and what you do? Sure. So I'm Tasha Doby. I am a website designer and brand creator, and I help wellness entrepreneurs flourish online. I love love doing that. (laughs) (laughs) and we you mentioned that you feel like you're at your point b so for everyone Mm. listening inside my coaching program I talk a lot about your point a and your point b your point a is where you're starting it's your starting line when you set a goal and your point b is where you want to be it's like that future self version of you she's got the clients I've got the sales and got the money and now you know she exists and she's here in real time so Right now, you're at point B. What is that like for you? Like, what was your point B? Like, what was your... Oh, actually, I'll back up. In our pro, when we were working together, we set a 90-day goal. What was your 90-day goal? And what is it like now living the result of that goal? Sure. So my 90-day goal, I feel like when I started working with you, my goals were very clear. I spent some time thinking about it. Um, I've spent some. I've spent a lot of time working on myself, which is something that was very new to me. I never thought that investing in myself was something that I needed to do. I am quite confident, so I thought, oh, you know what, I'm I'm okay. And where was I wrong? <laughs> you always have to keep on working on yourself. So my goals when I started working with you was I wanted to sign three clients every month. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. Um, Gosh, now I have to think back because I'm there right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, it's like so easy to forget what you wanted when you're living it. Exactly. But I basically, I just wanted to work with my ideal unicorn clients, which are these wellness entrepreneurs, people who value websites, people who see the value in what I do. And I just wanted to work with nice people. And I'm there. <laughs> like a, literally yesterday I signed my third client for January so I can now I comfortably that. say I am at point B amazing amazing what would you say has been the best thing as a result of signing these three people that you're working with these three clients the best thing is to wake up and actually work on projects that I enjoy number one Number two is just like, I'm happy throughout my entire day. I'm happy when I wake up. I'm happy when I make my coffee. I'm happy when I go on my run. Yeah. Just every single day, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know if it's just the post-retrograde vibes that I'm feeling. <laughs> but, 
I, I really do just feel just like a happier person because I've, I've shown myself that I can do it and totally. I've proven it to myself. So I just trust myself way more. Yeah. It's so interesting that you say you just feel happier, like making coffee and like going for a run because I've totally felt that. And I think people look at me and they're like, what on earth is she on? Yeah. But like, I remember someone saying, oh, like it's raining. I hate the rain. It's such a miserable day. And I remember saying like, oh, like, I don't feel miserable at all. Like I feel really happy. Like I have a great umbrella and a great jacket. So I actually love to go on walks. Like it's mad that when you finally feel deserving and worthy of all the things you want and then you create it and you trust yourself, like the things that get other people down who are living, who aren't living out their dreams, like they don't even phase you. Like you can't even see it. Like you don't even notice that it's raining because you're just in your vibe your point b vibe it's mad it is crazy and i feel like sometimes it can be annoying to people that are not there yeah but i i was there just a couple of months ago and i yearned to just see the world differently and the moment Mm. you start working on yourself internally your your lenses change and you just see it like when it's a rainy day i light a candle have a warm water bottle and it's just cozy and you just switch over from a from you know a sunny day to a cozy day that's just how I view it now so let's talk about where you started from your point a so when you joined the program who were you what were your thoughts and what was your big struggles would you say so when I started working with you or when I reached out to start working with you I already knew that was like the the next step. I wasn't in any doubt because a couple of months before I started working with you, I made a big shift in my business. So when I started doing website designing a couple of years ago, I think like 2016 or 2017, I was working through agencies and I didn't have direct contact with the clients that I was working with mostly. And I just felt so disconnected to the work that I was doing. I really enjoyed the process of building websites and creating online presences for presences. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I make up words all the time. Okay. So. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I just love the process of creating an online presence for a brand and for, for an entrepreneur and watching them rise. So I really felt disconnected to these projects. So what I did was in the beginning of 2021, I decided to let go of all of those clients, which was very Mm -hmm. scary because I went from having an income to not having an income, which is terrifying. So you let go of the clients that no longer aligned with who you wanted to be as a website designer. Exactly. And I stopped working with an agency and I wanted to build that one-on-one connection with my clients because I feel like that's very important. Mm -hmm. So I said no to all the clients that I did not align with and yes to more people that I did align with. And along with that process, Mm -hmm. I decided to niche down and serve the wellness industry mostly. I still do websites here and there that are outside of the sector. And through doing that, it, it required a lot of background work, basically. And I had to position myself to my dream clients. I had to align with them energetically. And that took mm. a couple of months. 
And during that whole process, I mean, I, I had the confidence to say no to this group of clients and yes to this other group of clients, but I didn't have the confidence to energetically align with them. That felt like a lot of work to me. Yeah. So that took a couple of months for me to actually realize I need external help. I need to work with a coach. I, I need to level up in a different way, in a way that I've never leveled up before. And when I found you, I was just like, this is the person who can take me. <laughs> who can take me there? Because I just aligned with your energy. And I was like, whatever I'm feeling from you, I want my clients to feel from me. Yeah. So when I started with you, I was a bit lost, a bit stuck. But I had such a clear vision of who this point B person is. And you just helped me get there. Yes. I love that. You've just brought so many interesting points. Thank you so much for sharing that story. So it sounds like you had, you were making money in your business in terms of your website. And even though you're making money, you weren't as fulfilled as you know that you could be and working in the ways that you wanted to. And you change, you decided to get rid of those clients, change your niche and to do something else. And I think that's such an interesting point to bring up because every time you make a change in your business regarding to who you're selling to, what you're selling, you essentially enter the river of misery because you now need to learn how to sell something new. And we've spoken about that a lot in our sessions. And what can happen is people won't realize they've entered the river of misery and they'll just think, oh, I've made the wrong decision. It means I'm a terrible person. It means I don't know what I'm doing. And it means I should go back to where I was before. You didn't do that. You made this decision. You followed your gut. What would you say was the thing that kept you focused and committed to that mission, even when it was challenging, when after you had just made that shift? It wasn't easy at all. There was a lot of like, the language that I use when I speak to you is tests. So there were a lot of tests that came up that I saw as like, I'm very spiritual. So I saw it as like, tests from the universe of like, mm. are you sure you want to do this? Because here's this amazing job job offer. Or are you sure you want to do this? Because you could just pivot into this or go back into what you were doing. So there were all these other attractive opportunities, but I very much followed my gut and I followed what I initially wanted because it's something that I've wanted for long. Ever since I've started, I, I'm very attracted to doing websites for holistic healers and wellness on entrepreneurs which is so broad but it's something that I've always wanted to do and I felt like why not do it now I'm I'm mm. I'm obviously South African I'm in a first world country there's a lot of opportunity here I don't have any kids so I don't have a responsibility to really make that income right now I have savings. I was in the most perfect position to take that risk. And I didn't mm. want to give myself too much of a deadline, but I did give myself one year mm. in okay, the back of my enough. mind. I was like, if you don't make it work in one year, you need to pivot. You need to either get a part-time job and do this on the side or anything like that. So yeah, it was, it was the, the river of misery, but I'm glad I made it out on the other side. And I yeah. feel like it's so easy for me to dip back into that. So to stay mm. on this course is the next level now. 
Yeah, totally. And I love that you gave yourself a year because I did that with my podcast. I was like, I'm going to do this podcast thing. I'm going to do it for a year. I'm just going to see how it goes. And I think when you say that to yourself, it removes like the doubt of, oh, like, should I quit? Should I go? Should I quit? Should I go? Because I think there's just so many things that your brain could be doing. If you're in an uncomfortable new situation, your brain is always going to be looking for opportunities to like not do it. And so when you give yourself the grace of that year, you're like, that like option is like off the table. It's like, come on, we're yeah. doing a year and then we're going to reevaluate. Yeah. So the gap between your point A and your point B is the river of misery. What were your biggest challenges as you were swimming that river? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, there were so many. One of the biggest challenges for me was obviously not having a steady income. That is something that I, obviously everyone relies on a steady income. So for me, it was very difficult to not look at my bank balance and see that as my worth. Because I knew I was worth so much more. (laughs) Everyone is. I mean, yeah. So it was very difficult for for me not to look at my bank balance and see that as my worth. It was very difficult for me to be ghosted by clients, which is something I dealt with a lot last year. And the main reason for that, as we've discussed through my, my program with you, was because I wasn't energetically aligned with those clients. So that was very difficult for me to be ghosted because now you have two things that are showing you you are not worth it. You have your bank balance and then you have clients ghosting you. So both of those things basically screaming down at me saying, no, 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 this is not the right thing. Like that just felt very difficult for me. And I took it very personally. That and then just on the material, on the materialistic side also, I mean, I love fashion. I love clothes. I love buying new things. And I really feel like if I if I have a new handbag or a new perfume or something, like it just gives me this energy boost. And now I had to be super strict with myself and say, no, you, you can't buy any new things. Mm. And you can't buy any new things if you get one client because that goes to rent or you have to top up your savings again or whatever, you know. So it was a very difficult mind game for me to go through last year and to be very disciplined with the end goal. So many good things in that. It's so interesting that our brain does that. Like we see our bank account and we're like, oh my gosh, it must mean I'm a terrible person. It must mean I don't know what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like we don't talk about this enough, how much when our bank balance is low, when we're first starting out, like your job isn't to like worry about the bank balance, even though like you're freaking out about the rent. Trust me, if you've been here a while and you've been listening to the podcast, I've 100% been there. But it's the bank balance increases once you stop making the, the money about you and start really getting into the arena and really focusing on the business. So what would you say was the shift that moved you from, okay, fuck, my bank balance (laughs) is freaking me out to, okay, I'm going to put this aside and I'm really going to focus on this. What really helped me was something you said on our very first call when you said to me, money is neutral. Mm. And just that little sentence to me was like oh my god money is neutral why am I putting so much emphasis on money when whatever I have in my bank balance 
is does not equal my, my my worth it's completely neutral so the moment that i started separating that and seeing money as a tool to elevate me in my life and not mm. see it as you are worth x amount that really helped also another thing is focusing on the business like you said focusing on my energy focusing on showing up for my clients and showing them that i i get you i know what you want out of your website and i'm going to get you there focusing on that the money just grows on its own without even thinking about it but with that being said i also had to learn to work with my money and not shut it off completely I had to look at my bank balance and be like, okay, I, I see you. We're going to work together and we're going to grow together and having spreadsheets and looking at, you know, looking at your money every single week, every single day and working with it is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Money is energy and it needs to flow. You need to spend money to receive money, not frivolously, but, you know, you just have to work with your money. I love what you're saying so, so much. It's so true. I think that especially if you're a creative person, you may have thoughts like, you know, I'm not good with money. I don't know how to make money. Money just comes, it goes. Like, I don't want to spend this money and all this kind of stuff. Like, all of these thoughts essentially are garbage and they stop you from being really intimate with money. Mm. I today just wrote in my journal this morning, I was like, there's in the 90 day journal, there's a question that says like, why are you worthy and deserving of your dream life? And today my answer is, it's different every time I answer that question. But today it was because I'm worthy and deserving of the things that I want because there's nothing wrong with wanting more money. There's nothing wrong. And in life, in society, we demonize people and entities that typically do want more money. So when you're building your business and when you're in the river of misery, you're fighting against so much of what society has taught you to believe about money. That if you have more money, you're worth more. And if you have less, you're worth less and you shouldn't want more money, all of those sorts of things. But I recently just discovered that all of that is rubbish and it's really boring to think that <laughs> yeah but I love what you said there about having an intimate relationship with your money because that's exactly that I suck at maths I'm terrible mm. at maths I hate numbers but I love money and mm. there's, yes! these Prada, <laughs> there's these Prada loafers that I have my eye on <laughs> and it's just oh my gosh love that yeah you know what I mean totally. it's not it's not a negative thing. And this is also one thing that I feel like our generation needs to move towards is having an open conversation about money mm. because it's not, it, there's no reason why we need to demonize money or demonize people who have money. They worked very hard. Or even if they didn't, they have money. So what? Yeah. Totally. Everyone can have money. There's, there's an endless pot for everyone. Totally. I get it because I remember hearing people say essentially what you and I are saying when I was at that point A and I was like, that is bullshit. And I had thoughts like I can't have money because I'm a creative person and instead of a doctor or a lawyer or I can't have money because of the school I went to because of my family background. And I just want to say if there's anyone feeling a bit triggered by us talking about how much we love money, we love making money and love serving our audience I just want to let you know that 
it's a process of untangling those emotions and those beliefs and those thoughts. I want to challenge you to think about any reason why you think you're undeserving of money. Why would you want to keep those reasons? Why would you want the, all of your limiting beliefs to be true? You know? Yeah. Every woman that makes more money, every woman that decides, okay, I want to work with these type of clients and I'm going to get it. We push the boundaries on what is possible for women, women from different countries, women from working class backgrounds. Like we push, like we are doing so much for society by getting what we want, what we want. Exactly. And also just to talk about limitations as well, this lack mentality that exists in all of us is also something that needs to be like overcome Mm. and it's something that I had to overcome to go from point a to point b one thing that I I got really triggered by and I felt I found myself being triggered by this just a couple of days ago as well so it's still Mm. something that I'm working through I'm a website designer I'm not um curing cancer here you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm helping clients but there's a there could be another website designer who's just as good as me or even better that lives down the road Mm. she's not taking away clients from me I'm not taking Mm. away clients from her Mm. we all have our own lane essentially Mm. and a couple of days ago I was on Instagram and I saw another website designer with a similar aesthetic to me working with similar clients in London and I felt triggered by her content because I thought oh my god she can she can do this better than me she can do that better than me that's a good idea and I found myself having to shut my Instagram down and just put my phone away and be like no Tash you are on your own lane and that is just something that's I feel like everyone needs to just overcome because there's enough for everyone yeah totally So let's talk about what you were saying before about being energetically aligned with your clients. And I'm going to bring this up and I hope you don't mind me sharing is because when we try business, we sometimes come at it. It sounds so logical how we come at it. We're like, okay, I need to be aligned to, you know, wellness people. So it means that I have to know and be an expert on all the wellness things. Like if I'm working with a tarot reader, I think there was a tarot reader that you were like having a conversation with and you're like, well, I need to be an expert on tarot. I need to be getting my cards out, my oracle cards out (laughs) and figuring it out. And we're like, we have to learn all these things in order to be able to have conversations. But we actually discovered that it wasn't about learning anything being aligned to your clients is something totally different and I don't know do I would love for you to share your opinion on what you think that is sure so a couple of things like the first thing yes I will I definitely believe that I had to know everything that my clients knew for them to feel (laughs) like I'm relatable or I'm I'm one of them essentially (laughs) but through going through your program I learned that people come to you and they step into your house for your mm. expertise. So, I love that. <laughs> so if a tarot reader or an astrologist comes to me and say, oh, I really need a website from you, I'm not here to tell them about their industry. I'm here to tell them about my industry and what I can do for them. So along with showing them my house essentially and showing them what I can do for them I also had to 
energetically align with them on a level of like, we both believe in, not believe in the same things, but we are essentially like the same person. So you, you want to work with people or have people in your circle that align with you. I was looking for a copywriter last year when I revamped my website and I spoke with this guy who said to me, essentially, you can't have a business with your name. You need to have like web design in your business name and you need to change this and you need to change that. And I remember ending that phone call and I was like, what the hell? This guy just does not get me. He doesn't understand what I envision. So aligning with your clients energetically is understanding intuitively what they want. Yes. And I might not align with every client, but so far on every testimonial that I've had and every client interaction that I've had since leveling up, everyone is saying, wow, you, you just got me. Mm. And that, that is how I know I'm on the right path and I'm energetically aligning with these people. I love that so much. And what I also love is that to energetically align with like other people, there's so much you have to do to energetically align with who your mission and who you are. I hope that makes sense. And what I mean by that is like, if you have a mission to change the world in some way to make it more environmentally friendly or like whatever, it's like, if you are having questions about your worth and your value and are you good enough to do this and who are you to say this and you don't know enough, you're not aligned to your own mission. And so every time you go out and sell from that place of, well, my bank account's low, I'm not worthy, people just aren't interested in that kind of energy. As humans, like we can just tell some things off and we may not even notice people who are showing up in that energy but as soon as you come to the play and I always describe this as as soon as you show up as your future self who has the clients who has the money and you hold that belief you are energetically aligning to your mission to your people and it's that's when people are oh yeah obviously I'm gonna work with Tash like you know like it becomes so easy and so obvious Yeah. And it goes beyond thoughts even because when I just before started working with you, I thought, okay, well, mindset is it. That's the last thing that I need to work on. I was wrong again. (laughs) Mindset (laughs) is a very key part, but it's also taking action. So Mm. I want to align with wellness clients. What does that mean for me? It, it means, number one, I need to be interested in wellness, which I luckily am. That's why I chose yeah. wellness people to work with. But that that also means waking up, having a morning routine, taking care of myself, going on a run or a walk or doing a, a yoga exercise, and then, you know, taking care of my space and just living and breathing that energy as well, along yes. with the mindset and all of that collectively energetically aligns with the people that are doing the same thing in their world yeah and for me that really shows up as like being your future self for instance if you're like well I want to have a business that makes I don't know 50k a year and yet like you show up to your laptop you're not dressed and you don't look after your time and you know you're like you're working really late you're not looking after yourself and you know, you just have, you know that you can get the picture, like when you're not showing up as like someone who makes 50k in their business. And as soon as you Mm. start asking yourself, well, if I did have that result, 
How would I talk to myself? How would I wake up? What would my routines be? How would I treat myself? What would my self-care habits be? Because I just know that people who have the businesses that we want aren't treating themselves poorly, not going to sleep, you know, not showing up prepared for their working days. It's like, yes, do the meditations, do the visualizations, but don't just believe in yourself when you're doing the journaling or the meditations. Like you've got to take that all throughout your day, all throughout your Mm. life. And if there's anything in your life or environment that's stopping you from believing, like maybe your room is really messy or I don't know, like, you know, we have these things in our environment that make us just feel unabundant is a word that I'm going to go for. Like we have to address all of that. It's like a total shift. And I think Mm. I've been doing that a lot with my style and how I dress and how I show up. I'm like, am I even dressing like the business person that I want to be seen as or that I want to be? Maybe the past version of me would have felt that that was very frivolous. But now me today, I'm like, no, that's all a part of it. I got to show up Mm. like that million dollar businesswoman that I want to be. Exactly. And it is a constant thing. I think about two days ago, I was having a very admin heavy work day and I could feel my energy dipping, even though I did do my morning routine and I was showing up dressed, ready to to work, showing up as my future self. I still felt my energy dipping. So I quickly finished up with what I was doing and I was like, my tummy was, my tummy was rumbling and I was super hungry. So I decided, okay, let me just quickly make a sandwich or order something or something that my past self would have done. And I thought, no, let me take this break. I finished a big task. Let me celebrate. And I made myself some banana pancakes. And I had banana pancakes, (laughs) listened to music. And I just showed up in a better space back to my desk. And I continued with my work day. So it is just picking yourself up here and there to remind yourself hey, you are actually this future version of yourself and show up as that person through little acts. Yeah, totally. It all, all matters. And one thing that I'm thinking about because of what you said is that so many clients come to me and they're overworking. They're doing too much action. And what I mean, I think we had this conversation where you Mm. described it as feeling chained to your desk. And it's like, You are only ever chained to your desk or chained to your studio when you feel like, well, I have to work all of these hours in order to achieve the result. And the fact is, then you're showing up as like you haven't achieved it rather than showing up as it's already done. Yeah. And a funny point on that is I've I've been very careful not to fall back into those old habits where if I feel like, oh my word, I haven't signed deals, like I need to... I need to show up more. I would chain myself to to the desk and not be as productive as I could be. I would I would just be at my desk thinking, okay, well, I am here and I am working essentially. So the results should come. Whereas in fact, these past three deals that I signed now for January, all of the emails that said, yes, I would like to work with you. I'd like to go ahead with this package. All of those emails came while I was either on a walk, mm. cooking, or I was walking from one place to the other. I was living my life and those deals still came. I love that. So, so good. (laughs) So now that you've finished the program and you're at your point B and you're looking back, 
What would you say was the single biggest takeaway that changed things for you? I would say we had multiple conversations about my sales call process. I felt like because I knew my bank balance was low and I really needed this client, I felt like I was showing up in a very desperate way. And I felt like my client could see that. Mm. And we had multiple conversations about the sales process, about taking your client over that hill and showing them what they can achieve without bombarding them with too much information about your sales process and all of those things. That to me was the biggest little golden nugget because that is how I signed these three deals. And I have more coming. Amazing. That's how I I signed them. I signed them without them even knowing what my design process is. The design process comes after the contract is signed. Yes. And none of them come to me with questions. They just know that I know that I will get them from point A to point B, essentially. Yeah, totally. Because it's a different energy, isn't it? Yeah, and not worrying about these little details and trying to prove to the client, I know how to design your website. I I know how to do this. I just need you to send me this and send me that. The client doesn't want to hear that. They just want to know, can you in can you see my my business in this way? Yes or no? Mm, that's so amazing because it's kind of like it's like your what I say your thoughts create your results like when you have the thought like oh I need to prove to you that I'm an expert I need to prove Mm -hmm. to you that I can be you know the best website designer that you've ever had that proving energy it's just not what the client needs like you create the result of not feeling confident because you feel like you have to prove in order to get their validation you may get their validation. They may agree with you that they're the best. But when you're on a sales call, they're not looking to validate you. They're actually looking for you to validate them and their dreams. They want to know that their dreams are possible. Not that your dreams or your <laughs> your thoughts of yourself are true. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally get why that was such a game changer for you. Yeah, that that to me was was what really flipped it. That and then obviously the the money mindset journaling course that I did within your program. I loved that. And yeah. that taught me something else about myself that I didn't even come to you with. But okay. before, <laughs> before joining your program, I could never be consistent with any like 30 day challenge. You know, the yoga, yoga with Adrian 30 day. Yoga oh my challenge. gosh. Yes. I have been trying to complete that yoga challenge multiple times before and I would always end up by like day 15 or day 20 and then I would just stop. I would start skipping yeah. days and all, all of yeah. that stuff. So I <laughs> had very this, familiar. Yeah, so I had this belief that I could never be consistent. I can never finish anything. Mm-hmm. Joining your program um, and doing the 30-day journaling session, and then the 90-day journaling session, and then the this and the the, that, everything all together just made me show myself and prove to myself that I can finish everything if I just look at it at like one little bite size at a time. So that to me just, it, it just gave me way more confidence and trust in my abilities to stick to something as well. 
I love this. Like this has just been like a conversation about beliefs because that thought I'm not consistent or I don't finish things. It sounds so like you're just saying the weather. It's sunny outside or it's raining. It sounds so factual. And sometimes when you have that belief floating around in your head, you can't even see how that could be having an effect on your business. Because just hearing that now, I can totally see that if you had a fear of like not being consistent, you're going to be way less likely to take on new projects or to do things that you've never done or to reach out for opportunities because you're going to be thinking you have this story about yourself of not being consistent, not finishing things. You don't bet on yourself. It's like you bet on the worst parts of you. You're like, oh, I'm not consistent. Why? I better not take that that opportunity. And then you ask yourself like why you're not making money. And it's because of these unquestioned beliefs and thoughts that are just floating around your head that are just running riot in your life and your business. That belief of myself was something that was in my subconscious. It's something that I didn't even know. I knew, but I didn't even say it out loud or anything it was so deep in my mind that it just came to the forefront when I was working with you and I was like oh my god something else that I have to deal with and I dealt with it and it is yeah it's the biggest game game changer so you're at point b now what would you say is the most unexpected result that came from achieving signing your free clients because I think when we say a money goal, we achieve the money goal, but then there's all these other things that we didn't expect to come with achieving that money goal. So I'm just not wondering for you, were there any unexpected like side effects from becoming your future self and, you know, signing the people that you're working with now? Yeah, I would say the biggest, (laughs) the biggest thing that was quite like, oh, okay to me was just how close I was to my point B. Mm. It sounds so far when you talk about your future self, but she's right next to you. She's she's yeah. there. She's holding your hand and she's saying, just step over this line. I love that. <laughs> That's so pretty. Yeah, that, yeah, that was honestly, because I, I still expected to come, because over December time I went back to South Africa and I'll be honest, I didn't do any work on myself there. I was just filling up my cup by seeing my my family again. Coming back here, I remember on the plane ride, I was saying to myself, okay, you need to step back into this. You need to work on yourself again. You need to do your, uh, like, just basically giving myself a massive pep talk. <laughs> the moment that I landed in London and stepped into my apartment, back into the space that was my 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 river of misery last year it was just a completely different space I didn't even recognize my memories of it starting work again starting everything again I just really thought it would be a lot harder than what it was and it wasn't even hard I just showed up every day as my future self and I am her now it's it's so crazy to say but I can wholeheartedly say that And last year, I would not have thought I would have been there in three months. Mm, That is so amazing. I think that's going to be really valuable to anyone who's thinking, well, I have all these big goals. They seem so far away. It's going to take so much time, so much effort. 
that's going to be really lovely to hear that it isn't as hard as you think your future self is right there with you and she's wanting what you want the universe wants you to have what you want yeah and I know that little feeling that comes up when you write something in your diary and you go like 2022 goals and you start writing down things I know that little voice that comes up that's like maybe 2024 but anyway just just write it down now (laughs) I I understand that but you just need to ignore it because that's not your your voice that is that's doubt that's not your future self speaking totally got to talk to your future self more than you talk to the voices that doubt you literally exactly no room for doubt (laughs) yeah no room for doubt (laughs) Tasha, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It has been such a pleasure to talk to you. One last thing I would love to know is for anyone who is considering coaching, they're looking at their bank balance and they're thinking, boy, can I really do this? Like, what's the best thing to do? What would you say to someone who's like in that place where you were? Before signing up with you, I'll be honest, I never had any interest in working with a coach. Mm. I love I, that. <laughs> I did not care. I, I have, no, I really didn't. I had such a strong belief in myself already that I thought, oh, what? Like, I don't need someone to tell me to think positively because that's that's what people think. Yeah. Then I I saw your workshop through uh, the she brief, and I really mm. connected with your with your energy, and I sent you a DM just to compliment you on the workshop even then I had no intentions of signing up Mm. so I just wanted to compliment you I just felt drawn to just do that so I did that noticed you have a Squarespace website as well so I was like oh by the way (laughs) I see you have a Squarespace website If, if you need help cool then I left it then I thought about it for like a couple of weeks and I was listening to your podcast and I, I, I could hear that you were not just telling people to think positively. You were actually giving people ways to just transform their life, looking at situations as data, for example, and not facts, yes. things like that, that I've learned through working with you. And I don't know what it was that just made me invest in myself, because at the end of the day, that is what it is you you have to invest you have to choose to invest in yourself to work with a coach mm. when i cho- when i made that choice i also in the same time made the choice to really step into the program because mm. one thing that to me i i feel like anyone who is thinking about working with you or thinking about signing up to even doing even buying your 90 day journal and doing that you have to do that with your entire heart. You have to yes. be completely honest with yourself and with Kyra. And you have to lay everything out onto the table or else it won't work. So what I would say to anyone who wants to sign up or is thinking about it is just to, when you make that decision, to really just follow through and put everything into the process. And investing in, in, in yourself, even spending the money to invest in yourself is also just like another line that you need to cross looking at it as is this is the price I'm paying for my future self it's 100% worth it I would I would pay that three times over to be at the place where I am now 
totally so beautiful because it's kind of like you learn you pay it once but then you have these skills for life so if you you know you upgrade your income you do that for life Mm -hmm. so it's like a one to a hundred investment like it like investing in yourself always pays off and it always comes back to you yeah and you're making a big promise to yourself when you say look Mm. look future self I'm putting this money and this energy and this time towards you she'll help you cross that line real real quickly yeah totally thank you so much for coming on the show please do tell us where people can find you because I know there'll be many people interested in the brand new podcast you've started Oh, thank you. Yes, I wanted to start a podcast for the longest time. So I finally did it now. I trusted myself. (laughs) But thank you so much for having me. People can find me on Instagram at UK or my website, TashaDobie.uk. And my new podcast is called The Mindful Business Podcast. Mm -hmm. And you can find it anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And everyone, please reach out to Tasha. Let her know how much this podcast inspired inspired you. Check out her podcast. Check out her website, Design Services. So fun. And I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to Coach With Me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.